Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my words will not pass away. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Woody Allen once said that at more than any other time in history, mankind faces a crossroads. One path leads to despair and the other to total extinction. He then added with a touch of humor, let us pray for the wisdom to choose correctly. You know, I think it's fair to say that we live in a pessimistic world and that for the most part, these have been pessimistic times. Pandemic life has been hard, not to mention that life in the absence of a pandemic is hard. We observe that so much of what we love is fleeting, that life is transitory, and that impermanence surrounds us on every side. And though this experience of loss is unique to each one of us, we all know that gut-wrenching feeling of grief. Because to be alive and awake is to observe that everything is in a constant state of flux. Meaning that, in a sense, it is very normal for experiences, seasons of life, relationships, plans, jobs, health, and whatever else we can think of, that it is very normal when these things pass away with time. And yet, this experience brings with it a fair amount of grief and fear and sadness. Now, having said that, I want to put today's gospel in its proper context. Jesus has just finished telling his disciples about a time of great suffering tied to something they love that would soon pass away. And more specifically, he is referencing the Jewish temple. And what is so crucial to understand is that for Jews in Jesus' day, the temple was the epitome of everything they loved and relied on. It was the sole mediator in their relationship with God. The temple was also God's home, not to mention where sacrifices for sin were made, meaning that the forgiveness of sin was mediated through the temple. I mean, that is a pretty big deal. And so imagine what the disciples must have felt when Jesus sat them down and told them that even the temple would pass away. In other words, what Jesus predicts and what Mark looks back on was a real historical event. In the year 70 AD, the Jewish temple was in fact obliterated by the Romans 
which means that from the perspective of many devout Jews, God's home was demolished. How does one even begin to articulate what it's like for God's home to pass away? Well, borrowing the imagery of their scriptures, they talk about how the sun and the moon would just stop giving its light, and about how even the stars fell from the heavens on that great and terrible day. And so, no, today's gospel is actually not about Jesus predicting the end of the world, but that doesn't mean that faithful Jews in Jesus' day didn't wish that he had. Because whenever the temple passed away, so did their hope. The temple was symbolic of everything they loved and everything they trusted in and everything they relied on. It was their world, and it passed away. And it left them wondering, and it leaves us wondering, is there anything good that will last? Now, I suspect that some of you have asked that same question at some point in the past year, for there is so much that we have lost since COVID began. Now, I'm not saying that it's all been bad or that God hasn't brought tremendous good out of the experience, at least for some, but I do want us just to pause and to acknowledge the loss. There are things about our life and things about this church that, at least for the moment, have passed away because of COVID-19. Hugging our friends and family members or spending time with them indoors around the dining room table. Seeing people smile, which we can't do when we're all wearing masks. Sharing breakfast tacos, going to a meeting that doesn't require a link and a password. For many of us, I know Thanksgiving was not the same this year. These are just a few of the things that we miss, the things we've lost, the things we may have taken for granted that for the moment are gone. And it can leave us wondering when surrounded by so much impermanence, what is it about life? What is it about faith that will not change, that's guaranteed, that is not transitory, that is not impermanent, but that we can actually rely on to last and to be solid for all of eternity. Well, the lectionary was looking out for us because there is a word or two in today's gospel that I think that God would have us hear. And that's first, That whenever life gets the toughest, when our pain is the greatest, and when our fear threatens to undo us, that is actually the moment that Jesus Christ is closest to us. As Jesus says in today's gospel, when you see these things taking place. And remember, he is talking about horrible, world-ending things. When you see these things taking place, you know that the Son of Man is near. 
That is the first word that God would have us hear this morning, that whenever we find ourselves amidst a very scary change, amidst uncertainty and doubt, amidst the loss and thus the grief, it's in those moments, Jesus says, that I am here at the very gates. And then second, because Jesus is near, this is a time, more so than ever, that we as a church must resolve to keep awake. Advent is a season to expect, to prepare, and to wait with an alert and open heart. This is not the time for the people of St. Michael's to take a spiritual nap. No, it is a time to chew on what Jesus says in Revelation 21.5, Behold, I am making all things new. This is a time to pray. It's a time to get very intentional about studying the Scripture. And I'd even say it's a time to take responsibility for the work that we'll all need to do in the coming year to safely return whenever the pandemic ends. And above all, it's a time to get a little bit more serious about Jesus and the role Jesus has in our lives. For you do not know when the master of the house will come, but when he does, Jesus says, do not let him find you asleep. Because at the end of the day, here's what I believe is true. I believe that it is perfectly okay to feel pessimistic from time to time, that that's normal, it's natural, perhaps it's even psychologically necessary. But I don't believe that there is room for willful, chronic, lasting pessimism in the Christian life. Because the word gospel literally means good news. Christianity is news. It is the good news that heaven and earth may pass away, but that Jesus' word to us never will. And what is that word that Jesus speaks to the people of St. Michael's? Well, as he says in the Gospel of Matthew, Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Or in Hebrews, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or in the Gospel of John, I go to prepare a place for each and every one of you. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus' word, Jesus' promise, never will. And I think that it's very important to Jesus that we know that and that we grow our capacity to put our deepest trust in his word. Not in the news cycle, not in our feelings, not in our favorite podcast, not even in your preacher, but in the word of hope that Jesus is always speaking over our life and asking us to cling to. And friends, that word is always the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. It is a word of blessing. It is a word of grace. And above all, it is a word of hope. You see, the good news of the gospel is that with Jesus' arrival, the kingdom of God has already been launched, 
and that a day will come when the kingdom of God is all that will last. And so on this first Sunday of Advent, a Latin word that literally means arrival, this is what we're here to celebrate, that God's kingdom has already been established and that God's word to us is that in time, God's kingdom, where all the good things that have passed out of our experience are held eternally secure, that in time, God's kingdom alone will stand, and that everything we have lost that has value will one day be returned a hundredfold. Meaning that Advent, above all else, is a season of hope. And so I invite you to choose hope this Advent. The point of the season is not to be gloomy or sad or scared. On the contrary, this is the time to be awake and intentionally hopeful and to believe in God's word of blessing, the word of grace and the word of hope that Jesus is always speaking over your life and over this world. His word is trustworthy and true, eternal and solid. And though heaven and earth may pass away, God's word to you never will. Amen.